Everybody, how the hell are you? Welcome back to another episode of the One It's All podcast. Thank you, 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 thank you for tuning in, for giving me any kind of attention. Please make sure that you're downloading the podcast. Go like, subscribe, leave your comments, whatever you can do to support the show. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is exciting to touch base with everybody each and every day, each and every week, thinking of new content. Um, the stats show that we are there is progress being made here. We can add some new countries to the fold here as we recently have hit Portugal and Mexico. Oh, Mexico. So... Whoever's listening in those countries, thank you. Gracias. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. France, we're on the map. Whoever's listening out in France, please message me. I'm curious to hear what you think all the way out there. Um, the only continent that I haven't touched yet that doesn't want it all, apparently, <laughs> is Africa. Come on, Africa, get on the map. If you're listening in Africa, hit the download button, get the numbers up there so we can have every continent as a as on the map because you guys know you want it all. <laughs> every other continent does, why wouldn't you? But seriously, thank you to everybody. Wantitall.buzzsprout.com, wantitall, Instagram, wantitall at Gmail, wantitall on Venmo. Support, help, download, like, subscribe. Can't say it enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's get those numbers up and going here. Um, thank you. Follow, like, subscribe. One, it's all one. It's all this. I just want to start first. Can y'all believe my mind is absolutely blown that we it's July of 2021. We're seven months into this year. Holy shit. Holy shit. I hope everybody's doing what they said they were going to do do for 2021. I really genuinely do. If there's something that you've been putting off, take this as a reminder. We're already seven months in y'all. Next thing you know, it's going to be fall Christmas. And then you're going to be making your, your resolutions again. And it's just rinse and repeat to procrastination. So it got me to thinking what I'm going to do for the rest of the year. And we're going to add this to the podcast. And I don't know what I'm going to name, name the segment yet, but I'm thinking of what's new this week, or I'll think of something clever. And if you think of something, what I challenge you to do is for the rest of the year, do something, do something new every week. 
I mean, do it every day if you can. I mean, if you have, if you have the time and you have the ideas and everything, challenge yourself to do something new. Now, I'm not talking about revolutionize yourself every every day and every week. No, what I'm talking about, I mean, it could be something as small as trying a new vegetable you haven't tried, a new fruit, and a new kind of food, just taking a bite, being like, I've never tried this before. Or it could be something starting up a new hobby or switching careers, something like that. So there's, or traveling to a new country or booking a trip or something, just do something new every week. And I'm going to challenge myself to do this each and every week. Um, this, and then we could kind of talk about it. Cause I think it's a good thing when you get outside of your comfort zone and you try things you haven't tried before, because that's why I'm saying start small. So you don't like overwhelm yourself. And be bold. Like when you start, if you feel like you want to do something, you only, you only live one time. (laughs) And I know that's that old cliche. You only have one life, do it life. But if there's anything that, especially right now, it shows you it's already July, right? Time doesn't slow down. It picks up. It seems like the older you get next thing I'm telling you, I'm, I'm each and every year that goes by, I'm like this becomes more clear to me. Hence why I started this podcast. Just try something. Do some writing if you've always wanted to do that. Go see that movie. Go travel to that city. Go take that hike. Go take that cooking class. Go learn the guitar. Go learn the piano. There's no shortage of things that you can do and try and new every week. Because if there's one thing that you this past year and a half has has taught anybody is when things stop, I mean, that doesn't mean life stops. I mean, there's certain obvious things. This past year and a half has been different in a lot of ways, no? Something about some pandemic, something about lockdowns and all this shit and people just change it, it's affected a lot of people but it doesn't mean your life stops it does not mean that just because things happen in the world doesn't mean your world's over we all have an opportunity to live our life each and every day and there's and you can do things every day push yourself every day i'm not saying wear yourself out or work yourself to death i think that's overrated take that nap if you want to but don't make that your main thing Try try something new. Who knows what I'm going to try this week? I have a lot, a long list of things. I'm not going to tell you because I want to build the suspense each and every week. But get out there and try something new, people. We can compare notes. I'm going to do it, and I challenge you. I challenge you to do it. And what I would love for you to do is email, DM me on Instagram what you did. And I will talk about what I did and we can grow this thing and have fun with it. I want to hear how ridiculous of something you tried is. I don't, it could be like, oh, I went out in the backyard and threw paint in the air and let it fall on myself. And then I jumped on a canvas and that's my art piece. Do you see what I'm saying? Get creative with it. Get creative with it. Life is too short not to have fun and you can have fun with every little circumstance like that. So that's going to be something fun and exciting. I might try a new vegetable this week. I might 
learn how to do learn 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 i'm thinking about picking up woodwork learning how to play chess finally shit like that so yeah we'll call that the what's new challenge i challenge you people listening to the one it's all podcast to do something new every week we will talk about it each and every week message me on instagram Try something new. It'll be good for your soul. It's good for everybody. It's good for the earth. (laughs) Speaking of July, that means we have my favorite holiday, one of the most popular holidays for me and everybody that I know is the wonderful holiday of the 4th of July. I love the 4th of July. It's a very festive time. The heat, I can go without a lot of times because sometimes it's just hot as balls. But the 4th of July is a especially in terms of a country, right? And if if you haven't or if you if it's been lost on you of why we celebrate the 4th of July, um Benjamin Franklin would be pissed, all the founding fathers would be pissed that you don't know. There's a, there there there's so much that goes into this and why it's celebrated. And if you don't know for sure why we celebrate it, please people educate yourself in the country that you live in since 1776 we got our independence july 4th 1776 we signed our independence away from great britain shit wasn't good the fathers knew it set a standard of laws which there's been amendments and everything passed since then the old bill of rights um so the declaration of independence passed in 1776 july 4th Um, The Congress made up of delegates from the original 13 colonies unanimously approved the document that declared independence from Great Britain. Not sure what accent that was, but you get the point. Now, this is huge because we were under British rule and it, it wasn't good. Shooting in the streets, taking over, bullying, trying to take over territories. So all 13 colonies, now 50 states, could be more in the future. Um, Yeah. Educate yourself, go out there and take a look, and then just realize the stuff that you take for granted has been set in stone since an early age. We we evolve, we elevate, but just be grateful. And it's it's just a time to set everything aside. Everything aside. I'm not going to go into details, but to set everything aside and celebrate the holiday. Because regardless of all the revolutions going on, all the protests going on, all the freedoms, you have a right to protest. You have a right to be angry about things. But at the end of the day, this is a day of celebration. This is a celebration of this country, which evolves and goes in directions. As far as I can tell, most countries don't go through. So let's, let's, let's just set our differences aside for a day. Celebrate the day. Eat your fucking hot dogs. <laughs> Eat your hamburgers. Get gluttonous. It's what the fathers would have wanted. They want you to drink that extra beer. They want you to eat two hot dogs instead of one. Eat that whole pack of burgers. Burgers and hot dogs is America, people. Fourth of July. So, yeah, there, take your time. Look up some Benjamin Franklin quotes. There's no shortage of those. Um. 
Happy 4th of July, y'all. So this is episode number 14. 14. And did you know that the number 14 has a mean? There's there's actually a meaning behind that. What does the number 14 mean? And I'm going to read it to you right now. In many ancient religions, the number 14 represents sacrifice and generosity. If you sum up number one, which represents change and new beginning, and four, which expresses power that also can be destructive, you get the symbol of movement and change. The 14th years of age in many cultures is the first initiation into adult world. I bet you didn't know that about the number 14, did you? Now, with anything, most things in my life, and most numbers especially, I can tie it back to sports. Do you have any idea? Who's your favorite sports athlete? And do you remember what number he wore? There's been quite a few big-time athletes in our world that have donned the coveted number 14. And I'm going to give you a couple of those. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We'll start off number 14 out of the gate. Legend, Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson played in the NBA. 1960 to 1974, 12-time All-Star, MVP, NBA champion, Hall of Famer. Oscar Robinson. Then you got gambling, Pete Rose. Pete Rose was a monster, y'all. Sadly, he's known for other things besides baseball, which we won't go down, but there's a number 14 for you. Ernie Banks, number another famous person currently, Stefan Diggs. Oh, Bob, little Bob Cousy, baby. Little Celtic pride in the house. Bob Cousy done that number 14. Dan Fouts was a good number 14. Lenny Wilkins. Oh, Fitz Magic, baby. I actually think, call me crazy, but that, what the Redskins, I don't give a shit. They're always going to be the Washington Redskins. You can call them the Washington football team all you want. The Washington football team, to me, is going to overachieve this year. And I think Fitz Magic will play better. Then people give him credit for. Antonio Gibson's a beast. They got wide receivers that can stretch the field, and their defense is solid. Chase Young is the real deal. I'm telling you, early predictions before we get into football season and football talk, watch out for that Washington football team, y'all, because the Giants are dog shit and the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And then we won't even go down where the Eagles are going. Sorry, fam, but I, I don't have a lot of faith in that division this year. They send, tend to underachieve. But I'm telling you, watch out. And watch out for Antonio Gibson. That kid is a problem. Old, beautiful Brad Johnson, baby. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Florida State Seminole. So that's a double dipper for me. And last but not least on this short list of people that I wanted to get, this one is for my brother, Paul Heffelfinger. Number 14, you know where I'm going with this. His idol Mr. Paul Canerco of the Chicago White Sox, baby. Mr. Paul Canerco is a World Series champion, six-time All-Star, played played first base from 97 to 2014. And I know that's your number 14, your famous one. So who, if you have any other ones that you can think of, oh, Andy Dalton, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals and the Dallas Cowboys. He now plays for the Chicago Bears. So those are the most, oh, and one more people. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I cannot name the number 14s without 
naming a Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup champion legend. Big shout out Dave Anderchuk of the original squad, two-time NBA All-Star, Stanley Cup champion with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can't name number 14 without Mr. Anderchuk. If you think of any other number 14s, by all means, one it's all, Instagram, DM me. No shortage of DMs on that thing. So now we're going from one athlete. We're going to go into another. The Now there's, if you've been watching the news, there's been a lot of some criticism revolving the basketball team for not other than sports reasons. Once again, race comes into it. I'm not going to dive into that. You can look up what Jalen Rose said and I like Jalen Rose, but he's wrong on this one. So we're going to just talk about this year's dream team, the 20, the 2021 men's Olympic basketball team. I'm going to go down and give you the, the roster. Tell me what you think. I think it's a balanced and solid squad. There's some famous names missing that, but there's just enough solid players. Like to me, I would have loved to seen uh, old Steph out there with the team, but top to bottom, the squad's pretty good. We'll see how they do as a team. We'll start from the top here. So this is this year's 2021 Olympics men's basketball team. Here we go. We have. Bam Adadejo from the Miami Heat. And I know I probably didn't say that last same way, but just bam, bam. And then we have Bradley Beal from the Wizards. Devin Booker from the Suns. KD, Kevin Durant for you lamos from the Brooklyn Nets. Jeremy Grant from the Pistons. Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors. Drew Holiday from the Bucks. We'll get into that in a second. Zach Levine, who is a up-and-coming problem for the from the Bulls. Dame Lillard. Oh, Dame Dollars, one of my favorite players. Magic, you need to trade whatever you can to get this guy from Portland. Kevin Love from the Cavs. Go get him to Orlando. Chris Middleton, another Milwaukee Buck, and then Jason Tatum, who is a monster. So those that's your Olympic squad this year. Pending injuries. So I think Harden, I think I think Harden was supposed to be on the squad, but injuries and everything, he's got to get right. Um I know I would have loved to have seen every top player from the league, but this will do. And like I, and then it's going to be coached by Popovich with assistant coach, Steve Kerr. So it's got a good system there. Coach K is no longer there, which sad. He's got one more year at Duke. That is your 2021 Olympic squad. Um, it's obvious. I, I think it's a golden medal winning team. It's got pieces at every level. It's got balance. It's got shooters. The backcourt with Beal and Lillard and Bam in the paint with Zach Levine. Like, there's not a lot of size, but I don't think there's just not a lot of size in the league in general anymore. Um, yeah. So they'll 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 go Olympic gold. I hope anyway. I mean that. Let's just hope. There's no reason why Team USA that shouldn't be a guaranteed gold medal now. At the same time, I'm a big fan of competition, so I would love for other teams to compete and give us a run for our money. Having a 120 to 60 game every week or every game is not is not fun to watch for anybody. Yeah, so I'm predicting gold. 
Real, real stretch on that one, I know. The Stanley Cup Finals are currently going on, and it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. And the Montreal Canadiens. They're one game down right now, and the Lightning came out hot 5-1. to one. Um, Yeah, so not being a homer here, but I say Tampa. That, what they did with Cooch, uh, the way they played him this year, and they found that loophole with him sitting out the whole year and coming back from the playoffs, it was just a genius front office move. I think we're just too fast and too quick. Montreal might get a game, might get a game or two. So on the safe side of things, I'll take Tampa in six. Um, what are your thoughts? All you Montreal Canadian fans that are out there, what do you think? You think you guys can make a run for it? Now, I will say this. I will say this. Montreal, <laughs> You boys have earned this cup run. I mean, the the teams you went through in that conference, and every and all and your series wins and everything. Hey, hats off to you guys. You guys really showed a lot. It's just I don't think that you're good enough to beat Tampa. I mean, the Lightning, defending Cup champs. I think that's just going to play a big role. So yeah, Lightning and six, book it. What else do we got going on here? Um, we also, Nashville Pride, Nashville's golden child's Vanderbilt in the College World Series right now against Mississippi State. Looks like that one's coming down to the last game. Um, yeah. So I, I say Vanderbilt's going to take that one when it's all said and done. Um, yeah, so Vanderbilt with that. I mean, it's a very... Active time for sports right now. So, yeah. So, Vanderbilt there. Yeah, you will have the conference finals going on in the NBA right now. Injuries are just killing teams right now. The Greek freak got hurt. Trey Young got hurt. Who? I mean, who knows what's going to go on? And with no Kawhi. Tell you what, if the Clippers hit the finals and Kawhi comes back, that team's going to win the title. They're up 3-2. On Phoenix, or no, Phoenix is up three two on on the Clips, and Atlanta and Milwaukee are tied two two, so it could go either way. My prediction: I think Milwaukee, as long as Giannis isn't hurt, hurt. I mean, if Atlanta makes the finals, holy shit, what a shocker! But I'm taking Milwaukee, like I said from the beginning. I'm taking Milwaukee and Phoenix. What say you? Now, one thing I want to talk about is this episode's Tall Facts, which is a doozy for you guys today. So I'm giving you a twofer because these are new stories, which are also going to be your Tall Facts. So for this week's episode number 14, I'm going to give you two new stories that are that I've, I was able to find. And I'm going to read you these new stories, give you the statistics, maybe make a comment or two. And tell me what you think. So, without further ado, here is the first article that I found, part one of two of this week's Tall Facts. All right, so I'm going to start off the article. I'm just going to read the article and then give you the conclusion. 
and, and everything will tie together. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Love can bring people through the most difficult times in their lives. Or it can make you the most confident person in the world by accepting who you are. Aww. A similar inspiring love story of a couple from the United Kingdom from the United Kingdom has been entered into the Guinness World Record with a unique height difference. The couple, identified as James and Chloe Lusted, my apologies if I busted that last name, L-U-S-T-E-D, believes in the old adage that love is blind, which states that when you are head over heels in love with someone, you do not look into their flaws and imperfections. The couple is identified as James, who is 33 years old, who is a professional actor and a presenter, and Chloe, who is 27, is a teacher. They've been married since 2016. Now, this couple's love story became unique, and now it is in the Guinness Book World Records for the greatest height difference of a married couple. Now, James, just so you guys know, is three foot seven, and his wife Chloe is five foot five, which shows the couple has a one foot ten inch height difference. Now, I didn't know this was a thing, but it is in the Guinness Book World Records for the biggest height disparity between a, a married couple. Now, I would have thought in that age would have been like a six foot five with a five footer. But these people married. Now, I'm not saying couples. I'm just saying married. You can look it up if you want to. Still crazy to see. Now, James, the husband, has diastrophic dysplasia, a rare type of dwarfism that affects bone and cartilage development. And Chloe was a student at Cardiff University at the time. According to their friends, it is known that their love story began at first sight. The couple from the United Kingdom met in a local pub. As you should, a local pub is a breeding ground for beautiful relationships. (laughs) At least that's what I think. Meanwhile, having vast high differences and their concerns about the potential difficulties of their relationship, the couple married at the end of 2013. And they also have a two-year-old named Olivia. This incredible love story has witnessed how it overcomes their insecurities and just true love people. True love, and they're still married to this day. Now, like I said, you would think with the NBAers out there and everything that there would have been something bigger than this, but this is in the Guinness World Records. Look it up. All you fucking fact check. (laughs) If you're going to fact check me, do it. Now, I told you this was a one part, one, one dot one, one dot two, one of two part. It's all fact of the day. Now, part two is a curious one too, because I didn't even know they kept track of this. Now... There's a 23-year-old, another Guinness World Records. He's in the Guinness World Records for the tallest stack of M&Ms. Yes, that is a thing. The previous record, can you guess what the record is for M&Ms that you're able to stack on top of each other? There's a lot of time on people's hands these days. Will Cutbull, 23 years old, from the UK. What are they doing over there? Has set a new Guinness World Record for the tallest stack of M&Ms. Balancing five of the chocolate treats on top of each other. This beats, and I know this guy is bummed out, Silvio Saba, Saba, 
Sorry, Silvio. Italy, it's a bad day for your country. And Brendan Keeble from Australia, another Australia and Italy, it's a rough day. They balanced four. This guy balanced five. So if your dream is to stack M&Ms, you only got to get to six and you'll be in the Guinness Book of World Records. And then you get a lovely treat afterwards and you could throw it into a McFlurry, a Klondike, whatever the hell you want. So five is the record. Six, you're legendary. So let's get those M&Ms out. Now, I got to say, these are regular plain M&Ms. I didn't see anything on here about peanut, peanut butter. What is your favorite M&M? I just tried the pretzel ones recently. Those are pretty good. I tried those when I was flying. The peanut, but I, I do like the peanut butter ones. The peanut, but I, my favorite overall M&M just, is just regular peanut, the yellow bag. That is my favorite M&M. What's your favorite M&M? So five, go for it, people. You can do this. Really apply yourself. You can, you can try this while you're watching TV, binging on a show. I got two shows for you that I want to give a heads up on that I'm big fans of that are coming back for new seasons. One is coming back July 23rd. And if you haven't seen season one of Ted Lasso, fucking hey, go watch that show. That is your feel good show. There should be more shows like it. I've said it in past episodes that comes out July 23rd and that'll be season two. Um, Jason Sudeikis is absolutely hilarious. The show is a feel-good show. It's got a good message. It's funny as fuck. Ted Lasso, July 23rd. That's on Apple TV. Now, later this year, they haven't set a date for it yet. Um, and it's a show that it's a like a it's like a bittersweet excitement about it because it, when it ended, and it, it's hard to believe that it ended ten years ago, and they're bringing it back because a lot they don't feel like they ended it right and. People would tend to agree. And the ending was kind of crazy. It was kind of weird. Is America's favorite serial killer, Dexter, comes back. There's a fall release, I, I want to say around October. Um, if you haven't watched Dexter, it's a good time to binge on it, especially the first four seasons. After that, the writer's block happened and it just got crazy. It's still good, but it, it wasn't as kind of mind-blowing as the first four seasons. And they just broke that John Lithgow in some way, shape, or form, it's going to be a flashback, I'm assuming. It's going to reprise his role as the Trinity Killer. So it's going to be a flashback. Um, he That was in season four, which is my favorite season. John Lithgow absolutely annihilated that role. It was so intense and creepy and scary. It was a perfect way. I'm, and then that finale, holy shit. If you haven't watched Dexter, go watch it. Um, I'm re-binging it on again and kind of get re-familiar with the with the storylines and everything, I highly recommend you do so too. That is a fantastic show. And I hope they bring it back the right way. Cause a lot of people didn't like the way it ended. When it ended, I was kind of like, eh, you know, not as amazing as I thought it would, was going to be. Um, so hopefully they redeem it and that'll be back. I, I wasn't able to get an exact date on that, but it looks like that'll be back around October. Um, hopefully there'll be no delays on that, but yeah, Dexter and Ted Lasso, I highly recommend going out, and another show too that's older that I'm rewatching again is uh, on HBO, especially with this time of year with the Fourth of July. Um, is John Adams with uh, Paul Giamatti on HBO? Holy shit! You get to see it's a very well documented of how 
the independence came to be and how we had to fight for it. And it's just a very good reminder of why we're celebrating 4th of July or why that's a thing. So for, especially for you millennials out there that might not be familiar because you never had to deal with anything. I'm just, I don't know if you have or not. It's just, it's what everybody says, but yeah, I would highly recommend educating yourself of why we do that. It's good for you. Do you have any 4th of July traditions? Do you guys get family together? Do you get extra drunk? What do you do? It's going to be hot, especially here in Nashville. We're in the 90s right now. Um, let's see. You guys get... So is everybody getting out and traveling again? Or I am personally. Like I got four or five trips planned coming up throughout the rest of the year. Is everybody, are you scared to travel or what's your thoughts on this? I'm curious to hear what everybody's thinking. I don't think there's an issue anymore. It doesn't appear to be flying through the, going through the airports and going through all that. Not an issue. Now, I, I, I hope everybody doesn't because the lines and everything are still great. <laughs> One, the, my favorite thing about COVID and the whole pandemic and everybody staying indoors is without a doubt the traffic and the, and not as long as lines. So as long as that, Keeps up. They can keep doing whatever the hell they want because there's nothing worse than traffic and there's nothing worse than standing along lines. All right, where are we? All right, so now, once again, one it's all on Instagram, oneitsall.buzzsprout.com. Show your support. Download the episodes. Review, subscribe, Venmo. Support the show. I really appreciate it each and every week. Don't forget what my challenge is to y'all. Next time we speak, I will have a new thing that I did. And just to recap, no matter how big, no matter how small, one it's all, try something new. We'll talk about it next week. Thank you again. Forgive. Sorry about my voice today. I feel like my voice has been kind of rough. It's been kind of hard to talk. It's kind of hoarsed. Um, probably from being on the lake this past weekend, did a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, a lot of singing <laughs> on the water. Got up to like 75 miles per hour on a cigarette boat on the lake. That was solid. <laughs> so yeah, my voice is a little shot. And I'll improve that for next week. Um, one at Tall Challenge. One new thing a week. Talk about it. I'm going to keep you guessing. And we'll talk about it next week. And don't forget. Don't forget to live your life, people. Do something you haven't done. Try something new. The world may slow down. The world might do things, but that doesn't mean your life has to. You're not a victim to this world. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you guys again for listening. See you.